You are listening to the Evolution Exchange Nordics podcast, a melting pot of ideas and inspiration shared by some of the most successful technical leaders in the Nordic region. I'm Tegan, I help connect businesses with tech talent and today I'm your host. Welcome to another installment of the Evolution Exchange podcast. Today I am joined by Dan and Tarek to discuss the topic of the benefits of having junior developers in your team. Now before we delve deeper into the topic, let's work our way around the room with some short introductions. Dan, would you like to start us off? Yes, please. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, so my name is uh, Dan Eriksson. Uh, I work as an Agile Test Consultant and I have my own consultant company. Uh, I currently work at uh, Canby Sports Solution as an agile tester in one of their front-end teams. <clears throat> Sorry. And, um, and yeah, Canby is uh, one of the leading sportsbook provider. Uh, and uh, yeah, I've been working as a consultant for about last 15 years, both as a developer and tester. So I have uh, well some experience from working in teams and uh, yeah, I've actually been a junior myself once. So yeah. Looking forward to the chat. Nice. Perfect. Well, you'll definitely have um, a great standpoint for this podcast. Um, Tarek, we'll come to yourself. Yeah, sure. And yeah, thanks again for the invitation. Um, so my name is Tarek Mehrs. I am an engineering manager at Klarna. So Klarna is um, a fintech uh, based out of Sweden, but it's all over Europe, really. And we're focused on buy now, pay later aspect, among other things. And I'm part of the Trust Center group, and this is part of the company which is focused on maintaining our customers' trust. And that includes incident detection, um, which my team is doing, doing real-time business monitoring, but also incident management, security operations, and the actions that post incident actions. So whether it's with the regulator or with our partners and, uh, and merchants. And yeah, I've, I haven't been in the industry as, uh, as much as Dan, obviously he's much more experienced, but yeah, for about five years now. And previously I held similar positions in, in fintechs, uh, whether in Europe or also back in Egypt where I'm from. Fantastic. Well, now that we've established a, a context to each of you, let's move on to the topic in focus. Now, you both have a question or statement based on the benefits of having a junior developer on your team. As usual for the listeners, I'll work my way around the room, asking each of you to pose your question and the reason behind it. Then obviously you both will have the opportunity to give your take on the situation. So without further ado, let's start with Dan's question. And your question today, Dan, was what should you consider when onboarding a junior developer? Now, this is something I believe is widely asked in the industry. It's kind of, do you take um, do you take experience over qualification or what is the kind of way forward with this? So, Dan, if you could elaborate on this a little bit more for me. Yes, please. Yeah, so I was thinking about what, what to consider and, um, and, and that's more like when when you have a new starter in the team so you have already gone through the like recruitment process uh, so how do you get that person up to speed uh, as quickly as possible and obviously getting that person feeling welcome and being part of the team um, and it's not only about the the, the new uh, teammate it's all about also about the, the existing team so how to like make the dynamics still function and um, yeah, how to, to be like the best experience for, for everyone in the team. Yeah, okay, so that, brilliant. That I'm curious about. 
Fantastic. Thanks, Dan. Well, Tariq, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this. Obviously, Klarna is a huge establishment. Um, you know, we have many, many guests from Klarna on, on the podcast. And I'll be honest, each each engineer manager and each each person has a very different take on things. So I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this. Yeah, of course. So I do believe it kind of depends on the team and the context, first of all. So how complex is the problem space that you're tackling? and whether can you accommodate junior engineers in the first place. I think some teams are just handling something which is super complex and probably it will be unfair for junior engineers to join those teams. But assuming that you have a team that can accommodate junior engineers, um, yeah, it, it starts with what expectations you have uh, from them and you need to communicate this very clearly. Most likely it's not impact, but more of showing the right attitude having small wins, uh, small rewards so that they can gain their confidence. And of course, for this to happen, you need to have things defined in a way that can enable that essentially. So whether that's in terms of tooling that you have um, that they can work with, like proper automation, I think we can cover different aspects really, um, but just shooting off the bat, I think proper documentation, proper tooling, good practices that they can easily follow so that they can be as independent as possible, at least early on. Um, I think this is also very important. And if I'm thinking about it, the thing that matters the most is setting expectations because they will fail um, a lot at the beginning because things will probably be a bit hard to pick up and that's perfectly fine. But you need to communicate this for them to not to lose their confidence, essentially. Not sure if that answers your question, but you know, I think we can touch upon different aspects of it. Mm -hmm. No, I think it was a great answer. And yes, uh, I, I do believe the expectations part is really important. And uh, also given the given a task like uh, and the freedom to actually fail and uh, pr try things out on your on your own and uh, feel that they have that like freedom and uh, space for it. Yeah. Brilliant. I think just while you guys are both talking about kind of the opportunity to grow and really come into yourself in that role, um, I suppose it, it kind of poses the question of how much autonomy are you given to make your own mistakes? Dan, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, um, if you're not like allowed to, to make mistakes, you wouldn't learn new stuff. I mean, that that's how you learn, actually, like push the boundaries and try new things out. Um, so I think that's uh, crucial. I mean, to to have a period where you actually, I mean, you you take that sort of cost in time or money or whatever, but uh, to have that person uh, try things out basically, and also growing. I think um, it's not just the 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 new teammate that will grow. Everyone that helps out, like uh, presenting and teaching stuff, they will also grow in a way. So uh, I think it's like yeah, it could be a win-win in that sense. For sure. I think it's definitely a full cycle. Um, I think as well, often when you have new, you know, new people join the team, the previous junior engineers often find out how much they actually know. Um, you know, and I think that's that's pretty much the same with everything. But I think you make a fantastic point, Dan. What do you think, Tarek? So, yeah, I completely agree with Dan. So, first of all, yes, I think senior engineers, it's part of their learning process to uh, mentor and onboard the new junior team members. I think it's an aspect of how do you communicate things, how do you simplify concepts, how do you make sure that they have a safe development environment that they can push stuff and try things out without breaking um, or the, the uh, whatever you're breaking does not propagate uh, throughout the system. I think this is also very important. So how to create these safety nets 
or safe environments where they can try things out. That's definitely very important. Um, yeah. I think the idea of a safety net is really key there. It's almost allowing them to make the mistakes, but having something to soften the blow. I think, you know, a baby will never learn how to how to walk unless it falls over. Um, so, yeah, I think I think that's definitely a, a, a massive point to raise is the idea of of a safety net. Um, OK, brilliant. Well, I'm keen to move on to the next question. And, and Tarek, your question was, when is your organize, where is your sorry, when is your organization ready to receive junior engineers? So when do you think is the right time to implement junior engineers to have an impact on the business? Tarek, maybe you can just go over this a little bit further. Yeah, of course. So one might argue that not everyone is ready as i mentioned at the beginning not everyone is ready to uh, receive junior engineers so based on the size of the organization based on um, the structure that you currently have whether it comes again like how the how teams work what tools do you use and what deployment uh, or development processes do you have and so on and what sort of caliber or talent are you looking for and whether there's a good match in there and sort of to contradict the the norm i've seen for example in teams i've led before the people with the right attitude even if the structure is not is not really there if if, if the uh, organization is still really young people with the right attitude still right find their way through and that's very interesting to see because you thought you think at the beginning ah, that won't really work um, but that's not necessarily true so my question is is there a recipe for it that um and that's my question for dan um, or do you think no, depends on the context or depends on the size of the organization or we just don't know? Mm. Yeah, that's a really interesting question. Um, well, short answer, I would say no, I don't think there's a recipe really. Uh, I mean, after all, these are uh, human beings and uh, working together, collaborating. Uh, of course, you could have a, you could feel like your organization and your team is might be in a state like, yeah, we're, we're not ready to to get a new team team member, even if it's like would be a senior. But then again, if the right persons show up, uh, as you say, even if you don't have everything set, you, you're kind of like trying things out. Uh, the right person in that uh, state could actually be a really like powerful, uh, uh, yeah, accelerator to actually uh, make things move forward. So, uh, and also like be a huge asset going forward uh, once like getting warm and uh, up to speed. So, yeah, I think you need to like consider it from uh, yeah case to case, like uh, depending on the person. Yeah. Yeah, I think you make a great point there, Dan. Of it is very, um, it is a very personal thing. It is based on your personal ability, and I think if you have maximum belief in yourself as as a junior engineer you're more likely to succeed the same as if you're a senior engineer and you were going to start a new project if you believe in it then you know hopefully you'll you'll kind of you know see the results from that um okay brilliant so i suppose a question that i have for both of you is what do you believe is a beneficial ratio of junior to senior engineers dan i'll come to you first wow yeah I don't know if I have a like clear answer to that, like a ratio, but um, I mean, it, it, I guess it also depends as everything, right? Uh, where you are and what, uh, like, um, what you want to achieve. Um, I mean, 
every time there's a change in a team, like you get a new person or even one person leaving, you will get some sort of disturbance um, in like your produ productiveness velocity. So um, yeah, I, I'm I don't know really, but I I think there is a good. I mean, there should be a ratio. There should be a mix um, because you have uh, different views on things and. Um, uh, yeah, so I mean, diversity is always good, right? So uh, that comes also to um, experience, I would say. I think you make a, I think you make a, a very, very powerful point there with saying diversity. Um, you know, the 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 culture difference in generations is huge, and it is massively beneficial in the workplace. Tarek, I'm sure you'll agree, but what's your kind of take on this? So I think back again to the size of the organization, like in bigger companies, you tend to follow the pyramid model where you have lots of junior engineers, but then when you go up the ladder, you have less and less uh, engineers. And this works under the assumption that you have good enough processes that you can hire more engineers, junior engineers with less pain of them um, not being onboarded easily. So that the senior engineers, they have things in place in a, in a good way, I would say. The smaller the company is, I think then this does not necessarily um, apply because it depends again on the complexity of the problem space, but also do you want to invest the time into, again, implementing the safety nets or you would rather just run with your company, with your business model, with your market fit, whatever, to make things happen and you just don't want to invest just yet into implementing these processes and hiring junior engineers. So it's also, it's a trade-off. And as you mentioned, then, uh, like this cultural aspect, I think is very important because also the mindset is very different. But again, are you in a place to accommodate this mindset or you have other priorities at the moment? I think to a certain extent, it's kind of, um, I know someone mentioned earlier about having a fresh outlook on things and essentially it's a it's a new set of eyes to look at something. You know, we all know ourselves from everyday activity, you could look at something until you were blue in the face, but it would just take for somebody else to come over or maybe for you to take yourself away from the situation for a short space of time to come back and see it completely differently. Now, what would you say up to what level of experience are you classed as a junior engineer? Tarek, you must see this a lot through, through you know, Klarna, of course. I mean, I know that Klarna hire junior engineers. I know that they also hire senior engineers. You know, you you still yourself are are very new to the, the, the role, but very, very experienced in it. So I'm intrigued to hear what your thoughts are, are on this. Sure. So there, there are two aspects to it. There's the skills aspect, so how good you are in whatever you're doing, how much, how detailed you are. And then there's the impact or independence. So can you pick things up on your own and continue on your own with less and less um, risk of you diverting or prob solving problems that are not necessarily the most important ones or getting lost in the process? I think this is definitely very important. And skills-wise, it's very hard to generalize on this one because it depends on the field. So one might argue that for, I don't know, web developers, it's slightly easier to get into the details as opposed to distributed systems or data engineering where there are lots of moving parts. Um, with, yeah, and in that case, it's harder to, to get up to speed with these. So it really depends on the, on the uh, problem that you're solving and what, also what stack do you use, uh, what kind of engineer are you hiring? But again, 
the independence and, and the impact on the team. Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose on that note then, Dan, I'll pass over to yourself. Up to what level of experience do you think you're classed as a junior engineer? Yeah, well, I, I guess it's some point when you when you actually can manage on your own, uh, you can contribute and uh, yeah, be, be part of um, producing. And uh, yeah, well, it, it's hard to set like a certain like uh, limit, but uh, somewhere around that when you actually feel like you're contributing and, uh, and and actually is contributing on your own yeah so from your guys answers i'm kind of getting the the impression that it isn't actually somebody else who decides when you are a senior engineer you kind of take on that yourself and it's based on your kind of knowledge and your ability really and how you apply that to a job role you could be kind of you know mid-level but performing at a senior level but you could also be mid-level and kind of performing at a junior level um so yeah i definitely i definitely understand where you guys are coming from um i just wanted to raise one last point kind of you know before i bring this to an end um and it's a question that we get asked a lot in recruitment um and i'm sure that you guys get asked a lot as as well so do you think junior engineers work for a startup structure Dan, I'll come to you first. Um, well, in general, maybe no, um, because you wouldn't have those like uh, safety nets, as we discussed earlier, and uh, you might need persons that are able to take more responsibility and uh, have a lot more like, a, well, more experience, basically. Um, but uh, but again, I mean, it's not like a clear no. If you find the right person and they fit in a team, then absolutely, then it, it it could work very well. So what you're saying is it's based more on the person as opposed to the actual structure of the startup? Yeah, I would say so in uh, in general, yes. Okay, nice. Yeah, that's definitely um, it's definitely a nice take on things to to be able to imagine a world where, you know, it's kind of the candidate fit into as opposed to the candidate kind of fitting into the, the job role. It's more the job role being right for the candidate, which is always nice for us to hear, um, especially obviously from from an employment point of view. Um, so Tarek, what's your take on this? So assuming that the startups uh, priority is to build a product which you know scaled well engineered they have their right bits and pieces in there then unfortunately the answer will be no because you again you don't have the capacity to accommodate the junior engineers however if you want to foster this culture of you know lots of features ship as soon as possible quality is not the biggest issue right now you want people who'll be working 24 7 with less um i don't know engineered opinions on things because based on experience but rather yeah let's just follow and make things happen and again the one one might argue this is good or bad for the journey engineers i think that's another discussion probably it's good from a experience perspective but not so good from a work-life balance perspective then in that case you can accommodate you can get junior engineers but it's kind of based on the technical complexity and the product complexity but also what sort of culture do you want in your startup think culture is a massive part of this topic um you know talking about different generations um are naturally going to bring different culture different working environment um even down to kind of different 
outlooks on life, I suppose. Is, you know, a junior developer's work-life balance going to be as good as, as a senior developer? But then obviously we kind of also have to set aside this, um, you know, the whole kind of stereotyping that a junior developer is a young person. Now, somebody could come into this later on in life and feel maybe more pressure, um, you know, or, or maybe kind of less of an opportunity to to present themselves as as for who they are kind of you know kind of thing um so i think we've definitely made some fantastic points there and i'm really really happy with the way that the conversation's gone you know but i think for today we'll leave it there um this has been the evolution exchange podcast i want to take this opportunity to of course thank dan and Tarek for providing their insights into the topic and thank you so much for listening we will see you next time